Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, a podcast dedicated to helping you punch negativity in the face and give positivity a giant hug as it pertains to sexual integrity. And today we have a real knockout for you <laughs> to go with that metaphor. Benju Yama just grabbed a mic. He was super inspired and he grabbed a mic and he just went off. And this episode is all about him laying out what it looks like when you're serious, when you really want to quit porn, when you really want a new life, what does it look like? Because he's been on the front line with the Blessed Family Ministry and also with High Noon. And he's worked with a lot of young people as they're preparing for that very important stage in their life when they're getting married, when they're getting blessed to each other. And he knows when people are doing it sincerely and he knows when people are not, when they're kind of lying to themselves or when they have false motivations. So Benji's really, you know, on fire. And so please plug into that fire so that you can get clear on taking sobriety seriously, taking yourself to the next level seriously. Enjoy. Benji Uyama. Hey folks, this is Benji Uyama with High Noon. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I just turned on the mic and I just decided to talk about something that is really important for anybody who is preparing for marriage or in a relationship and wants to quit their porn habit, masturbation habit. And we're going to get into what is actually the best reason, by far the best reason to quit porn. So stick around for that. And what are some common reasons that I see that are maybe not actually the best reason to actually quit porn? And before we get into that, I want to give a little bit of a backstory about why I decided to really dive into this topic and try to help people in this area. So for the last 10 plus years, I have been privileged to be blessed with my wife for 10 years now. Uh, yeah, it's definitely the greatest accomplishment in my life, I think, just keeping her. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot that I've learned uh, through the journey of marriage and being in a relationship and intimacy and, and my own sexual integrity, which I'll get into in a bit. And I've also been privileged to be working with, for the last nine years, to be working closely with young men and women, single people who are preparing for marriage to prepare to receive the marriage blessing. And there's one thing that, that keeps coming up over and over again that, that I find very, very interesting when we really get into people's sexual integrity and their porn habits is I, when, whenever we have start these conversations, and they often happen in group settings. I, for the last year, I have been doing, uh, I've had four different groups that I've worked with in the last year. And at the beginning of our group, when we start meeting, I always ask every single person, what is your primary reason for joining a high noon group? What is your primary reason for wanting to overcome this porn habit and your masturbation habit? What's interesting is that of the groups that I've done, 100% of them, 100%, I'm talking every single person, said that their primary reason for joining the group is for the sake of their future spouse, for the sake of their future relationship, for the sake of to be a, a marriageable and a, a good husband or a good father in the future. Now, on the surface, that sounds like an excellent reason to to want to quit this habit. And it really is. We should really give credit to that. However, there is something that's really, truly lacking about that being the primary reason. And the main reason is, is that in order to really address a heavy addiction or a bad habit like pornography, what it really comes down to initially is you have to be able to first and foremost recognize that the impact that it has on your life. And the, the problem with putting the impact on your future self or your future spouse is that it's not relevant to you right now. And what will, will most likely, like, likely happen and what happens to a lot of guys, men and women, and to, happen to myself as well, 
is that you make that the primary reason and it motivates you for a certain number of months or a certain number of years until you're in a relationship and reality hits and you kind of, of course, are in this infatuation phase and you love each other and maybe you're having a really solid, intimate life with each other. And then you start arguing and then you start kind of going down these, you know, getting into into whatever. And then suddenly you find yourself coming back to the bad habit because you've kind of put your guard down and you finally have reached the end of your goal of, of you know, saving yourself for your spouse. And suddenly you're in that relationship and suddenly there's maybe some stress or tension in the relationship. And the easiest thing to fall back on, the easiest crutch to go back to is pornography. So this is what happened to me when I was preparing for marriage. I made it my, like, it was the most important thing for me was overcoming my porn. And a lot of people in high noon is, is as well. In terms of preparing for marriage, it was so important that I be, be clean from my porn habit for, you know, and really felt confident that I had this un, uh, under my belt and that I brought my whole self to my, my relationship with my wife. So I was, for years, I was really clean. I think for three years, I, I had no issues with porn or masturbation. And then, you know, we were blessed and, you know, everything's wonderful. And, and then maybe a year into our blessing, what I found very interesting is I really put my guard down. That's essentially what I did. I kind of felt like this is not an issue for me anymore. It's, it's something I can, I don't ever have to struggle with again. And, you know, anyone listening to this knows that that's not, <laughs> that's not a good mentality to have. And because, you know, pornography, we're living in a war zone right now. We're living in, in a war zone with landmines and bullets flying by our heads all, constantly all the time. And if we take one, make one misstep, or, or put our guard down for even a second, we'll get shot, we'll get blown up. And that's the reality of, of if the porn industry and how prevalent it is, is that I basically, yeah, really put my guard down. I was just prancing and, and <laughs> you know, happily running through a, a minefield. And, and before I knew it, I was really, really hit with a strong temptation to relapse. And yeah, it was, it was a very, very distraughting experience for me. And I know that it's very, very common to, for people to experience it. And I think it was because my primary reason to overcome porn was for the sake of my future spouse and nothing else. And again, that is an excellent motivation to have. I don't want to discredit that. But if that is the primary reason that, that you are, if someone is trying to overcome porn and masturbation, then I would really take a second look and really challenge that and ask yourself if there is anything under that that, that you're not addressing or asking yourself. And is there a better motivation and a better reason, a stronger reason? That's what I'm getting to. For my future is not a strong conviction. It's not a strong enough reason to overcome the habit that will push that that will push you through the inevitable roadblocks and stresses and cycles that we go through in our lives. It's not a strong enough reason. So this just doesn't apply to single people. It also applies to married people. I was in a group with married men as well. And I was supporting them and facilitating their group. And I asked them the same question. What is your primary reason for wanting to quit your porn habit? And they said, again, for their spouse, which I thought was like, oh, that's excellent. This is a great motivation. But it's not enough. It's not strong enough. Usually, in most cases, that is not a strong enough, enough motivation. Unless, of course, your, your spouse, your husband or your wife is, you know, threatening you or, you know, you're in some kind of ultimatum with somebody. But in most cases, that's not enough. And the reason that all of these reasons are not the strongest primary reason that I'm going to get to in just a second, guys, is that when it really comes down to it, it's hard to see the impact that your decisions make on your future or on in a, a hypothetical situation that isn't right in front of you. 
some people can do that. Anybody who has who is able to take a vision or a dream or a goal and make it an actuality, for the vast majority of us, it's hard to recognize how our daily habits and our daily actions affect us 10 years, 20 years in the, into the future, especially if it is regarding something as addictive and insidious as pornography, right? So, and, and this goes... Even when you're preparing for matching and blessing and for marriage, I was recently received an email from a sister, a young woman who was preparing for marriage, and she was in a matching process and engagement process with a man and considering marriage, they were, they were considering going to blessing. And, and she emailed me saying that, you know, the, the guy has an, an ongoing porn problem that they're, they're communicating about and they're very open about discussing it and he's, you know, getting help and he's, you know, doing the things that he thinks he needs to do. But at the same time, I'm just thinking, isn't it so sad that this man is not able to recognize the impact that it's having right now? Not the impact that's going to happen when they're married and, and having an intimate sex life, not in the future, not the impact it's going to make on your children or your descendants or anything like that. We're not able to recognize how this porn habit is is impacting us right now. And that is truly sad. And that's the reason that the, the best reason to that I want to get to right here is the best reason to quit porn is for you. It is for you, for your sake. I know it sounds counterintuitive and it might sound a little selfish, but there's a reason for this. And there's a reason that having this motivation will not only, it will actually fuel you and push you to overcome the habit even more. And there are, unfortunately, there are so many ways that porn affects us right now that we don't even see it. You can ask yourself this question right now. What, how, what is the, the, the impact of porn on your life right now? Is it waste of time? It's a huge time waster. It's waste of energy. It's a waste of focus. It's like we're in a constant cycle with our psychological battle with our own self thinking, you know, do I do this? Do I do this? Blah, blah, blah. And all the time and energy we wasted on this problem. And then we, when, when you do act out, it, you just feel like a, a, a piece of garbage and all the distress and trauma that it's causing, stress that it's causing in your life right now. All of that, and not only that, but how does it impact this, your psychology and the way that you view yourself and the way that you view other people? How does it affect your relationships right now with the people in your life? Are you able to truly look at people in the eye in your lives? Are you able to look at your parents in the eyes or your spouse in the eyes or people in, and just confidently talk to them and answer their questions and have deep discussions without feeling this need to hide something or that you're somehow a, a disgusting creature of some sort? It's affecting your life right now in, in ways that you might not even realize. It's affecting all of us. The porn industry in general is tremendously affecting the way that we view ourselves and the way that we view others. I think even if you went in time like 100 years ago or 50 years ago even, and you, and you showed them the way that we are dressing, the way we're acting, the way that we're, we're treating ourselves, the things that we're watching, the things that we're desensitized to now online and shows and movies, people would be disgusted years ago. People would be absolutely horrified that people are walking around, you know, with phones, phones with basically instant access to to softcore, hardcore pornography all the time. It's it, there's no question that the porn industry and the, the general over sexual sexualization of our culture has tremendously impacted all of us in ways that we don't realize. And if you're in the middle of a, a battle, a war with your own porn habit, with your own mind and body, then that means it's really you're walking through a minefield. You truly are. We all are. So that's really the thing that we want to get to here is recognizing how it's impacting you and your life right now as we speak. And so there are two questions that we usually ask folks who are 
in a high noon group. And I, anyone who comes to me asking for porn advice or saying, I, you know, what do I do? Uh, blah, blah, blah. There's two questions I start with. Number one, do you think you have a problem? Do you think you have a problem? Do you really think that this is a problem? And number two, if so, are you serious about getting help? Are you truly serious about getting help? And if you are serious about getting help, there's usually something that you can do that's more than what you are doing right now. And the reason I ask this question is, are you serious about getting help? Is because many times, many times we do, and people do go through a program or make, take action with the underlying maybe subconscious, subconscious thought and, and desire to just do the minimal amount of effort to feel like we are doing something, but not really willing to get rid of the itch issue at its core. It's really scary to confront this because pornography, you know, if, if porn is a, an addiction or a habit for you, it becomes like, like a friend, like a buddy or a crutch that you go to whenever you're stressed or angry or, or, or tired or you worked really hard and you think you deserve something. It becomes a crutch that we lean on for support. And to really get honest and say, yeah, I have a problem and I need to do something serious about this. That takes a lot of courage to do that, to, to actually get rid of the issue at its core. And so that's what, that's what it takes. That's honestly what it's going to take is there's going to be some, some point in your journey with sexual integrity that you're going to have to decide to do that one thing that you know you don't want to do, but you know will have the greatest impact to get rid of this issue at its core. We all have that thing that we need to do. We all have it. It could be a relationship. It might be a relationship with somebody that you need to heal or a conversation you need to have with somebody or somebody, somebody that you need to tell. Some kind of relationship needs to be addressed here in your life. Maybe it's with a parent. Maybe it is with your spouse. Maybe it is with the, an, a sibling of yours. But having that healing conversation with that person, an ongoing relationship, not just a one-time thing, maybe that's really the thing that is going to kick you into gear to make this the a serious priority in your life and not just a, I'm fooling myself by, you know, watch <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you're just like, I just want to, you know, stay hidden and just do the minimum, minimal amount of effort to make an impact. Honestly, you're fooling yourself because if you really want to get rid of the issue, if you truly do, then that's what it's going to take. If you're kind of just, you know, have the issue and you think it's no big deal. Well, you obviously don't understand the impact that it's having on your life. But I think if you think a little bit more deeply about it, you'll realize that it'll just bring you to your knees to realize how much impact this is having on your life and how much impact it is right now affecting other people, not theoretically in the future, how it's affecting your future spouse or your future kids or whatever. It's affecting you right now, for sure. It's affecting all of us right now. So look into your relationships and figure out, is there anything I need to do that would, what's, what's the one thing I need to do that would transform or have the biggest impact on this habit for me? A relationship. Maybe it's a habit you need to change. Now, this is getting interesting. <laughs> if you have a habit that you, you, you know that you need to change or get rid of, that would have a great impact on you. For example, maybe it's YouTube. Like this was a big deal for me. I remember I did like a two week or one month, no YouTube challenge. That was like one of the hardest things I ever did. <laughs> you know, it sounds kind of silly, but maybe YouTube is a huge trigger for you. And if you can just do that, like turn it off, like cold turkey, no YouTube, then maybe that's the one thing that you need to do. But, that, but it's also the thing that you don't want to give up because it's like a crutch you, you lean on when you're sad or stressed or, or tired or whatever. Just do it. Just make that change and do it for 21 days and see how you feel. 
It might make a huge impact in your life. Or Instagram, delete Instagram. I don't honestly don't know why anyone does Instagram. I can't figure it out. All everyone who I all the especially young men who I talk to, they're always like, oh, it's Instagram, you know, it's a huge trigger. Well then like get rid of it. There's really no reason to for most people, there's absolutely no reason to be on Instagram whatsoever. So I would, uh, yeah, just get rid of Instagram. <laughs> this this podcast is not sponsored by Instagram, <laughs> obviously. All right. So other habits you can do. Maybe you need to connect with somebody every day. This is huge. If you can have give and take with somebody about your your struggle every day, that will just about almost guarantee that you'll be going in the right trajectory, the right upwards traje- trajectory of seeking recovery and healing. Because what you're doing is you're you're sending a strong signal to your brain. Any of these things, if you do this one thing that that you know you don't want to do, but you know what impact you, if you do that on a daily basis, it will send a strong signal to your brain and to your body that things are changing, things are different. Things are not business as usual and things are getting better. And it takes that kind of signal to actually kind of rewire your brain and kick you into gear to actually make change. So decide right now, like what habits do I need to change? Do I need to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier? Then do that. Just just do it. Do I need to, uh, whatever it takes. Guys, your sexual integrity is probably one of the most important things in your life, especially if you are preparing for marriage or in a relationship. This is impacting your life hugely. So make a decision that that you know you need to do, but might be a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, maybe you need to join a call, a group, a uh, Heinen group. You know, that's tons, tons, literally hundreds of people are, have, have been going through that. And and it's, it's seriously impacting people's on a tremendous way and a, and a truly deep way. Another thing that you can do, guys, and this is the, the, the main thing I really wanted to get to here is to really change things up, is how can you uncover your passion for life, something in your life? This is something that I know Sammy and Andrew have talked a lot about is having a North Star goal, which is like, what is the one thing that you could do every day that would just excite you so much, that light you up, that you can't even, you can't wait to to get up in the morning and you can't sleep at night because you're just thinking about this one like passion of yours. What is that one thing? What is the thing that, when was the last time you felt that kind of passion? Whatever it may be, it doesn't have to be as as intricate as saving the world or developing a life-changing this or that or anything. It doesn't have to be that. What is it something that really just makes you so excited about life? And some examples would be uh, with my past groups, one guy wanted to learn a really complicated song on piano and that just got him so excited. One guy, and he, and one guy wanted to do a live concert on Instagram or with his family. One guy wanted to learn how to dunk a basketball and that got him excited just like training for it and and figuring out how to do it and asking people. And uh, one guy started a blog, like just writing a blog and sharing his blog with people. These are ideas that like if you start something like that, you know, those are just some examples from some guys, but whatever it is that you want to do, if you do that, then you are setting yourself up for victory because you are not only just getting rid of a habit, but you're filling your, your habits and you're filling your, your energy and your focus with something that is really exciting and really helpful to you and to the world. So the reason that this is so important is because pornography is a, as we know, it's a terrible habit. It's draining like we've, co- like we've covered. It's, it just distracts. It's so distracting. It's so energy consuming. And the reason that a, a North Star goal or, or uncovering your passion for life is it it gives you energy it gives you inspiration and that kind of energy that you you might have lost along the years you know when you were a kid think about when you were a child what it, like seven six five years old what is it that excited you so much every day every morning and maybe if you look at that it might give you a little hint 
Because the reality is that, unfortunately, most, most people, most of us have been led down a path since we were very young, from kindergarten through grade school, through college, university, grad school, whatever, we're joining the workforce. We've, we've, led, we've been led down this path of just constantly doing what we're suppo- quotations, supposed to do with our lives. And the reality is that it consumes so much of our energy and time that by the time we, we rest our heads at night or we come home, the last thing we want to do is really focus on the things that are truly inspiring and important to us, like our passion. Instead, the first thing we want to do is just lie down and watch YouTube or, or watch porn or whatever. And this is a terrible, terrible habit that we've unfortunately developed over many years. So you've got to figure out what is it that you truly are here to do? What are you born to do? What is it that you just lights you up? And just do that every day. And, you know, if you're familiar with unification thought, in unification thought, it states that every single human being, all of God's children are innately given a sense of genius. Everyone is born with the potential to be a genius. Not a genius in the sense of like a math whiz or anything like that. A genius in the sense that every single person has the ability to use their skills uncover those skills and those passions and make a tremendous impact and, and offer those gil- skills to, to serve the world. And every single person is innately given that potential. And it specifically states even people with disabilities, even people with, with mental handicap, anyone, every single person. So if you can try to start uncovering that, that sense of passion and, and liveliness and maybe even childish, childish behavior in you, then it'll be so exciting for you. For me personally, I... I really, really enjoy making this kind of content for you guys. It's like I can't even sleep. I honestly like I can't sleep and I can't uh, I can't even like I wake up in the morning and I can't go back to like I'm just thinking about what I can do to help what I can share from my experience that will help somebody. And it comes in lots of forms, videos, this podcast episode, I send random videos to people, just like one video, you know, personal messages, because it just excites me that that maybe I can I can help somebody based on my experience or, or my experience working with people in this in doing the same situation or something I've been through myself. So that really excites me. And it's just what fuels me. So the analogy that we use with porn is with junk food. You know, if you think about porn as junk food for your your spirit and your sexuality and your body, it's not enough to just try to not eat junk food. Like if you just say, I'm not going to eat junk food, like I'm just focused so much on not eating junk food. For one, we're actually putting more light on the junk food (laughs) because we're just thinking about not eating junk food. But also it's important to replace that food with something that will actually nurture you and actually fuel you to become a healthy individual. So you know, organic food. And the more you find those foods that are truly healthy and delicious, that's the key here, guys, healthy and delicious, then the more we'll able, then the junk food will just be like, like an after, like that's gross. Like, I don't even want that anymore. Like that's, I don't even want to, to even entertain the idea of consuming that anymore. Cause this delicious and healthy food is so good. The key again is delicious and healthy. We can't just, if you just eat healthy food, all the like broccoli and chicken every day, all day, then it's like it's not it's not fully nutritious and you're going to get kind of bored of it. And the same goes with your habits and your and your passion whatever you do with your with your days and with your free time. What is it that's so exciting to you and it's also healthy for you? Healthy in the sense of mentally healthy, physically healthy, spiritually healthy and it's something ideally that you can pass on to other people or something that you can you can help other people with down the road. 
All right, so that's what I really wanted to leave you guys with is what is my why? What is your why and your reason, your motivation for quitting your porn and masturbation habit? It's not enough to just make it about some hypothetical situation. It's how is it affecting your, impacting your life right now? How is it affecting, affecting your health, your, your mindset, your psychology right now? And then how do you actually change your habits, your daily routine a little bit just to maybe add a little bit more excitement, energy, and thrill into your life. This is, the, this is what porn has done really well, guys, is porn has, has been able to fill a void of thrill and excitement in our lives for temporary purposes. Porn is a very temporary solution for filling a very innate need we have to f- experience thrill and excitement and passion in our lives. And for us to use that passion to serve the world, to help others, to have a family, to, to create energy, and it's the energy of life that makes this issue of pornography not so appealing anymore. And the more you can fill your time and your, and your downtime. I know we're all busy. We've all got things going on. But whenever you have downtime or whenever you're on the toilet or whatever, even when you're driving your car, even when you're asleep and like, what is it? You just fill your mind with things that are so exciting to you. Maybe it's your relationship with your spouse. Maybe it's your children. Like, how can you really just be the best, you know, parent that you can be? Maybe you want to start a business. If you want to start a business, like there's a million one ways to start a business right now. Like, abs- like just, just think about it, start it. What is the one thing that you can contribute, that you can help this world with? And just let that consume your mind and, and your spirit and your time and your focus. And that's a very, very healthy alternative to letting <laughs> the destructive nature of pornography just consume our minds, mindset and, our, and this constant cycle of relapsing and, and fighting back and struggling. And like, imagine if you could just stop fighting for a day. Imagine if you could stop fighting this, this constant struggle. And imagine if you could just, instead of walking through a minefield, you're actually walking through a beautiful garden with people who, who support you, genuinely love you, and are there for you, and God is there, and you're just able to feel love all the time. It doesn't have to be that you yourself are running through a minefield, a war zone, with bullets flying back and forth. It is if you let yourself be on those platforms that I've mentioned <laughs> here. It can be that, but it doesn't have to be that. You can take yourself out of that situation. You can take yourself in a realm that is just way more exciting and way more thrilling. I cannot sleep, guys, anymore. You know, when I think about my my kids or my wife, or I think about you guys, or I think about the world, I think about God. I cannot sleep. Honestly, I can't, and I and I can't stay stay asleep in the morning because I keep thinking, how can I do more? How can I serve more? I just feel tremendously blessed, and every it's not just that I'm blessed. And, and I'm somehow privileged. Every single person, all of you, if you're listening to this, you are, you are blessed. You are privileged to have something in your life that only you have. You are privileged to have something that only you can give. Some kind of gift, some kind of passion, some compassion, anything in your life that you've experienced and you've overcome, especially if you've overcome it, you have an opportunity to let that just become the most exciting and thrilling thing of your life. And you can bring that energy into your marriage, into your relationship. Imagine if you could be, you know, this, this uh, couple that I was talking about before, you know, who is right now really struggling about what to do. And the sister doesn't want to go through with the matching process and the blessing because the guy, the brother is, uh, has this ongoing porn habit. Imagine if you could come into your, your relationship, your future relationship or current relationship with that, ener- that energy of just knowing, having clarity about who I am, 
having clarity about what sense of genius and contribution do I have that God gave me. If I can bring that energy and that spirit into your relationship, man, it's a completely different ballgame. It's a completely different game than than just fighting, just just swimming against the current. Okay. All right. I just wanted to share that with you guys. And I hope this was helpful. Please reflect on this. Spend some time to uh, really recognize the impact that porn has in your life and also fill your refrigerator (laughs) with some really delicious and organic and healthy food. Okay. Thank you all. God bless. Hey, Andrew Love here. And I wanted to plant a seed in your mind before you go. You see, a lot of people, when they start to consume our content, they listen to our podcasts, they watch our videos, they read our blogs, they start to believe in the idea of freedom as a possibility for them and their lives. And it is. You can break free from porn. You can build amazing, eternal relationships. But it requires you to make the jump. It requires you to commit to transformation. And that only happens when you invite other people into your journey. You see, a lot of people think that because I got into porn by myself, I can get out of it by myself. And that's the wrong thinking. It's not about simply removing a negative force from your life. It's about creating fulfillment and connection and intimacy with other people. So we really recommend, first and foremost, that you build a team of accountability partners, facilitators, group members, and we can do that. We have all that waiting for you, but you need to first reach out to us. If you already have people in your life that you think can help you, we have online courses that will teach you both how to create a dynamic that works in terms of accountability. But if you don't have an accountability partner, we already have volunteers who are waiting for somebody to help. We have groups that are waiting for somebody like you. But your role and your job is to merely reach out to us and we can work together with you to create a powerhouse team so that you can build the life of your dreams. We look forward to hearing from you.